0: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. ID- just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's racebook has you covered.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The Foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs, Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9/11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number two t.org.
0: The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Soraco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network.
3: All righty, all righty, all righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this beautiful Sunday morning coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world right here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino Complex on Las Vegas Boulevard, right on the Strip. And we welcome you to the show today. It is a beautiful morning here in Las Vegas. Our temperature is in the 40s. Believe it or not, Uh, We're going to push through 60s. As a matter of fact, uh, for the beginning of next week, until we get to about Thursday, we're going to be into the mid to high 60s here with clear weather. So that's nice, finally getting here. After all, we will be turning the page to February soon. So we welcome you to the show, and we know that you guys, a lot of you are planning on being up here for that thing called the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, so we're just uh, making sure that we're giving you the latest on the weather conditions as we move forward today, of course. In the NFL, it is the NFL Conference Championships. The two teams that win today go to the Super Bowl right down the street here in Las Vegas, live at the Allegiant Stadium. And uh, boy, this town is starting to really rock and roll for it. You know, Las Vegas has always been a, a a perfect town to to visit and watch the Super Bowl when it's not here live. But now you got it here live as well. So we're going to be kicking out the jams, no doubt about it. And here on the South Point Studio streaming at YouTube, we've got two fantastic shows that will be covering the point spreads and all of the angles to the Super Bowl as well as sports. Sports by the Book uh, is on our uh, station as well as uh, Punchline. So make sure you, you tune in for that as well here. If you're watching us and listening to us on the YouTube channel, at South Point Studio, don't forget to uh, subscribe if you're listening and watching us this morning. And, of course, we have an a, a, a entire bevy of platforms that we deliver our shows to you, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world, streaming on that. And, of course, your iPhone, your Android with the KSHP app that you can get at your app store for your devices. And, and of course, here in Las Vegas locally, our anchor radio stations, KSHP, 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasting. Uh, weather, man, I'll tell you, it's going to be 84 in Miami today, which is a key because Gulfstream Park has that monster mandatory carryover in their pick six as a 20-cent base bet. And it goes out the door today. They're expecting the pot to be between 5 and $6 million today. It's 20 cents away. Remember that. They left the uh, money on the table yesterday because there was more than one winner in the pick six. And the leftover money, the cash money sitting in there is almost a million dollars. So it's going to be a blockbuster day of handicapping at Gulfstream Park the day after their big day, the Pegasus World Cup. That's for sure. And, of course, we're going to be covering it with our handicappers. Our handicappers did well yesterday. Jerry Jackowitz nailed the Pegasus World Cup. If you remember, I asked him the day before. He doesn't do Gulfstream. He said, well, at least, uh, you know, do your handicapping. Do Take a look at the... Pick us his World Cup and give us your predictions on that. And he was right. His key horse, Senor Buscador, that Jonathan Hardoon had and several other people had, ran a huge second-place finish, of course, to National Treasure. We'll get into those uh, results in just a moment or two with, uh, with uh, Jonathan Hardoon. He'll be with us early. We have, of course, Hardoon with us today. Rich Ang will be along to give us his selections, his final picks, his selections for the NFL conference championships today and of course a race at Santa Anita Uh, John Linda will be with us and so will Jerry Jackowitz Uh, so before anything else gets started we uh, let's go to Jonathan Ardoon right now because what we're going to do Jonathan is go through the results of Gulfstream yesterday if you don't mind Jonathan good morning good morning Ralph how are you what a day it was yesterday huh pal it certainly was a terrific day
4: of racing, safe day, no problems. Uh, everything went smooth. A couple of guys had huge days. Ortiz won a bunch of races. Certainly, Chad Brownley had one winner, but uh, Baffert won the big one and take nothing away from that horse. He ran his eyeballs out, and it took a terrific ride by Flavian Pratt to win that race. He took back down the backstretch, and that made the difference.
3: It was, I believe, it was Flavian Pratt, that won the race aboard a horse that was ready to go, but he could have been in a suicide duel going down the backstretch. We'll take a look at uh, the Pegasus World Cup right now, and then I'll give the results of all those other races yesterday, because like you said, uh, uh, Ired Ortiz had a monster day again yesterday at Gulfstream. But in the Pegasus World Cup, National Treasure went out, as expected, towards the front end. But uh, hoist the gold... Was sent hard to get the lead, and all of a sudden, before you got to that short run to the first turn, you had hoist the gold and national treasure banging heads, and as the announcer said, they're going a brisk pace, and they were. and that was you know, everybody who was betting Senor Buscador, who closed, I believe, at nine to one odds, was licking our chops because that's the, that's the type of race you needed to set the table for Senor B- Buscador, because after all, he was in another zip code. Not only was he last. But he was far behind the second-to-last horse going down the backstretch. And i got to think that most of the people that listen to you guys pick Senior Buscador was probably saying, what the heck were they thinking about? But that wasn't the entire story because going down the backstretch, Flavio and, uh, and Pratt realized that they were going a good clip. And so he managed to take National Treasure back off of the pace and let hoist the goal continued to roll along by himself with keeping an eye on him about a length, two lengths off of that leader. And then when they hit the far turn, uh, Pratt and National Treasure re-engaged. They went after Hoist the Gold, got past him, and then the closers were coming because everybody else was starting to fade that was even close to that early pace. And here comes Senor Buscador on the outside, and he was motoring. And he got up to within a threatening uh, victory of National Treasure, but Pratt and National Treasure and the training of Bob Baffert and the quality of this horse prevailed in the end. They got the job done and won the Pegasus World Cup Invitational. National Treasure, a 720 for the win there. Senor Buscador was second, finishing third in the race was Krupe, a nice big long shot. And so, um, You know, you guys were right on the mark with Senor Buscador because he was the price. He was the horse that really made the exotics happen, but uh, can't take anything away from national treasure.
4: The interesting thing about National Treasure, if you look at the PPs, is two previous races that he won, both of them were wire to wire. He's never passed a horse. And I don't know if it was more of hoist the gold coming back or that he just went by him. But he was in the right spot. Pratt gave him a great ride. And the ride certainly made the difference. Take nothing away from Senor Buscador. You know, he had a choice, I guess, at the top of the stretch to go outside or inside. He was so full of run, he just took him to the outside. And I really thought he was going by him most of the stretch, but uh, the wire just came in time for National Treasure, and he held on and won by a nick.
3: Trained by Bob Baffert, National Treasure wins it and uh, capsuled a uh, put a exclamation point on a terrific day of racing out at Gulfstream Park. Earlier in the day, the Pegasus World Cup turf was won by. Uh, Warm heart, warm heart in a solid effort under Ryan Moore for Aiden O'Brien wins. And uh, she now goes to the breeding shed. This was her last race before retirement. Uh, warm heart paid 680 with a rail ride under Ryan Moore that got that victory. You saw that ride, didn't you, buddy?
4: That was some ride. He shaved the hedge. I mean, he was never more than an inch off the hedge. His boot had to be hitting it. And, and that, believe it or not, also made the difference. To get from the nine post to the rail, not an easy thing to do, you know. And uh, what a terrific, terrific ride by Ryan Moore.
3: Not even a question about that. And in the time for the mile one eighth on the grass, uh, established a new course record she ran it in 144.45 uh, 100 seconds 144.45 in winning that uh, that race and she needed to w- w- get the uh, course record uh because I'm very busy uh was uh, running second in that race big long shot Irad Ortiz Jr was in the zone all day long he rides this long shot to a second place finish happen to make uh, the exacta and the exotics happen and the catnip finished third in the race uh, integration just never fired.
4: No, and people complained about his ride on uh, social media. They were really going after Tyler Gafleon, and uh, Gafleon's a great, great rider, and he yeah. can ride any horse for me any day of the week. The interesting thing was Warm Heart was the only filly in the race running against a bunch of boys and yep. geldings, and uh, she really ran well.
3: She did, and uh, she is now off to the breeding uh, farm, and you got to think that her offspring is going to, uh, demand a lot of zeros and commas before you get to <laughs> purchasing that one, if it's uh, if it'll be up for sale. Earlier, the Fred W. Hooper won by Tomarumba, Luis Saez aboard. A great ride there as well. 1880 outrunning uh, Castle Chaos and uh, Steel Sunshine. Castle Chaos was a horse that uh, John Lindo liked a lot. Big price too, and just got beat a- at the end. There was a little bit of a controversy in the race, but uh, it held, and uh, Tom Arumba wins it, Luis Saez's second win of the day. Then we went to the Pegasus World Cup Philly May turf, uh, this for a half million dollars, but the winner, Dita, was a, was a solid winner there, Jose Ortiz aboard, his second win of the day for Ignacio Correa's, the fourth, and um, Dita paid $8.60, outrunning a huge long shot that rolled up the rails, surprisingly, again, the exotics paid very well. With these, uh, Even with these favorites, the Exotics paid well because there were a lot of long shots that finished second and third. And uh, Ruby Nell uh, finished third, the Southern California horse, in that race. Any thoughts?
4: It was surprising that we didn't see Ruby Nell on the lead because her last couple of races in SoCal, uh, she was, you know, last time out, she went wide to wire. A uh, race two starts back, she went wide to wire. They decided to take her back yesterday. I don't know if it made a difference, but the horse did run a good third. Take nothing away for her. She has 10 lifetime starts with 5 wins. Well, now 11 starts with 5 wins and uh, 3 seconds.
3: Well, it was a solid win by her, that's for sure. The earlier uh, stakes races, the inside information at 7 furlongs, Irad Ortiz Jr. goes gate-to-wire with Olivia Darling. Uh, His fifth win of the day in the first nine races and his second stakes race of the day, trained by Jorge Delgado, Olivia Darling paid $16 even outrunning Bluefield, And Mary Quite Contre was the uh, which was the favorite in that race.
4: It's amazing how many races the Ortiz brothers win. And they seem to go off prices in a lot of these races. Usually, you know, like when Pratt rides in Southern California, you probably get a point or two less than you're supposed to get because he gets overplayed. But for some reason, the Ortiz brothers are always there and uh, they get away with going off at big prices. And this was another one.
3: I can tell you this, in the first 10 races yesterday at Gulfstream Park, the Ortiz brothers together won seven of those uh, 10 races. I read uh, charting with five of them with this win and the inside information. Then we had the William L. McKnight, mile and a half on the turf, and uh, Franco Clemente, Francisco Clemente, I should say, gets the win. I read again, his fourth win of the day so far, uh, up to that point. Uh, The Chad Brown trainee is the one you're talking about. Uh, Francisco Clemente wins and pays 640 as the favorite outrunning starting over in that race. And F5, the horse that I liked in the race, they drew in. This horse ran a monster race. I know he finished third, but he ran a monster race because he really had quick fractions going a mile and a half. And he was one of uh, the uh, two horses out on the lead that managed to stay the course and, and finish with the, in the money.
4: He did all the heavy lifting, Ralph, and you know the race set up really well for Francesco Clemente, whatever. I mean, they were they were flying. Yeah, and your horse really actually ran very, very well to finish third. I thought he was going to back up, to be honest with you, with those fractions, but he kept going. And uh, Francesco Clemente just picked up the pieces, and uh, he got a perfect ride and a perfect trip.
3: Not even a question about that. When I my thought was the same as yours when I saw the halftime for. Uh, you know f5 I thought to myself what the you bleep is he doing but uh, in any case uh, the horse was ready to run that's for sure a nice third there the carousel club was the seventh race the winner there uh... county final Flavian Pratt for Safi Joseph Jr that was Safi Joseph Jr.'s second win of the day there and paid 760 then we got to the La Proviant at a mile and a half on the turf for the Phillies and Mares four-year-olds and up and in, in that race Alpha Bella wins Luis Saez aboard. Nice ride there, I thought, at 1920 for Todd Pletcher's second win of the day, outrunning, uh, our, 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 colleague Kim and, uh, at the Anatolian, who finished third in that race.
4: Yeah, the grand motion horse, Romanga Mia, was a disappointment. Uh, I think she went off the favorite or close to it. It was uh, between her and our Cali Kim. She just never showed up. Uh, You know, she shows speed in most of her races, or she's certainly close up. She just didn't fire yesterday. Johnny V for Grand Motion, so I'm sure they were a little disappointed.
3: Yeah, she looked like that something happened to her because she just she was never in it. And uh, the and the good thing about it is John Velasquez, after realizing that it was not going to be her day, uh, did not abuse her at all. Yeah, yeah.
4: Protect her for another day.
3: Yeah, we'll have to find out what was under the hood on that one. That's for sure. It's just disappointing. Uh, That's uh, that's for sure in that race. And in the uh, one of the uh, undercard races, the South Beach Handicap, the winner there was Candy Light. Tyler that did get that win for Safi Joseph Jr.'s first uh, win of the day, paying 660. But uh, I can tell you this, that uh, I read Ortiz Jr., in the first five races, uh, he had uh, four rides, and he won all four of them. So he was really in the zone yesterday at Gulfstream. But a big day of racing at Gulfstream. A lot of fans there. It, was, uh, it just it was one of those... Flashback perfect days of racing on big racing days at a racetrack. Uh, They did a good job. Unfortunately,
4: we don't see enough of these days anymore, but it was really a, a great day. It was something for everybody, and uh, again, it was a safe day of racing, so no no problems, and that's good for the game. We need you know we don't want problems on big days like happened in Saratoga this year, and a couple of their big days said there were catastrophes, yeah, yeah. and uh, that only hurts the sport, but uh, it was really a good day for racing.
3: Fantastic day, and a lot of money left on the table for horse players to participate today, and the big mandatory pick six jackpot carryover. By the way, uh, the folks uh, there at uh, Gulfstream also own, of course, Santa Anita. And after uh, the response that they've had on the uh, Pegasus World Cup days, they're planning uh, some type, same type of day for Santa Anita during the September meeting. They say it's going to be the California crown where it's going to be a big race for three-year-olds. They're making their uh, plans now to have a Pegasus uh, World Cup type of day out at Santa Anita in their September meet about, uh, they said September 28th, I think, is their their target for that. And we'll wait and see about that. And as they did with the Pegasus World Cup, they built, uh, uh, you know, additional races year after year as it became popular. I think that could be the same template for uh, maybe starting something like that in Southern California.
4: That would be great, but it's tricky because it's right before the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. So you don't want to make it too close to the Breeders' Cup where you'll have horses that won't be able to participate in the Breeders' Cup because, you know, they're going to have to make it at least six weeks to two months before the Breeders' Cup. Otherwise, I think it's going to affect horses that are running in the Breeders' Cup. You're going to have a choice. But if they put it for close, you know, early enough, there'll be time for those horses to come back and run in the Breeders' Cup. And you'll probably get some Breeders' Cup horses show up for that day so it's probably a good
3: idea well you know the thing about it i think is what they're trying to do is position it as a major prep race for the breeders cup uh, and maybe that'll work i don't know but at least the intentions are good that's for sure yeah. jonathan i know you got to go so what we're going to do is uh you know i'll get your picks and then i'll do the racing menu right after uh, our first break but uh, we need some picks today and certainly something at Gulfstream, pal
4: Well, we're going to give you uh, a single in the last race at Gulfstream, race 11. And I love the number one horse in here, Mama Bella. This is a three-year-old filly from the Jose D'Angelo barn. She had one start on the grass as a two-year-old, and she ran very, very well in that race. Two horses out of that race have come back and won. Osin Murphy aboard to ride. She's listed at 9 to 2 on the morning line. She gets licensed for the first time today. Number one, Mama Bella, pick six single in today's 11th and final
3: out at Gulfstream. Well, I can say this because I'm Italian. Mama Mia, it's Mama Bella. In the 11th race, the one Mama Bella, uh, your are singleton for the end of the pick six and that big mandatory, the one and the 11th and final race at Gulfstream. And another... Santa
4: Anita, race nine, six-and-a-half furlongs on the turf. It's not down the hill. It's a flat uh, race, and I like the number three horse in here, Laudatory. Laudatory is a three-year-old filly from the Phil D'Amato barn. She had a race as a two-year-old, and she ran really well in that race. She's listed at six-to-one on the morning line. J.J. Hernandez aboard to ride, gets Lasix today for the first time. Number three, Laudatory, six-to-one on the morning line, wins today's ninth and final, by the way, a full field of eleven. I like Ooh. number three. Laudatory to send you home a winner in today's Santa Anita's fight. A
3: full field at Santa Anita. That's uh, good good uh, vibes, that's for sure. In the ninth race, number three, Laudatory with top jock uh, Juan Hernandez aboard. The three in the ninth. So you're going to send us home a winner at both Gulfstream and Santa Anita. Love it. Uh, now, I want to remind everybody, Jonathan, that you got a full sheet of handicapping for Santa Anita as well as Oaklawn, Aqueduct, and at Gulfstream Park today. You did four sheets, and of course, uh, the popular one, boy, frankly, probably will be Gulfstream today, but nevertheless, a lot of hard work there, my man, and we'll let you go, and then we'll uh, talk to you again on Wednesday. I'm sure you'll have a soapbox by Wednesday, but a final thought about anything that happened at Gulfstream that uh, you know uh, brought to your attention. Nope.
4: All good. It was a great day of racing. We need more days like that, and Wednesday, we will have a a Tampa selection, Tampa Bay selection, a price horse we have waiting for you on Wednesday.
3: So Whoa. come back. And, <laughs> and I, I got to tell you, I think was it last week? You gave us the winner at Tampa Bay on a Wednesday. Yeah,
4: a couple of, a couple of uh, yeah. Tampa Bay selections at yeah.
3: one. So yeah, yeah. So you're uh, you're becoming our Tampa, Tampa man. We, <laughs> <the> Tampa <expert. laughs> we we tap we tap Jonathan for Tampa. All right, Jonathan. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, and we'll uh, talk to you on Wednesday.
4: Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well.
3: All right, uh, to wrap this up before we get started, just to wrap it up, a couple of more quick uh, results. A couple of more quick results. Aqueduct yesterday, the Interborough Stakes was won by Hot Fudge. That was uh, K- Kendrick Carmouche's third win of the day for uh, trainer Linda Rice. Hot Fudge paid eight eighty, dollars uh, outrunning Dr. B, uh, which was uh, Jerry J's uh, key uh, key horse. Hot Fudge was one of his um, link-ups, so he got the reverse exacted there, paid $15.10 dollars 10 Finishing third was Ain't Broke in that race. And uh, Kendrick Carmouche wound up the day winning four races. He came back with the 10th and, fi- uh, and final race, I should say. Pick six at Aqueduct, paid $21,293 uh, yesterday at uh, Aqueduct. Uh, and that's uh, just about what happened at the Big A. San Anita yesterday, the San Pasquale. The winner there was New Grange, Victor Espinoza. One ride on the one day, and it was a winner. Uh, New Grains holds off Newgate to win. Phil D'Amato, the trainee, there. Uh, and this horse, uh, Newgrange, by the way, was the winner of the same race last year. So he defended his title, won back-to-back San Pasquals, paying $6.20. And as I said, Newgate ran second. Mixto was third. In that race, uh, Jerry J again had the reverse because his key horse was Newgate. And one of his linkups was Newgrange. So uh, the reverse exacta paid uh, $10.10 for a buck. He also had the dollar trifecta there. When uh, mixed 2, another link up ran third, that dollar trifecta paid seventy five dollars and sixty cents. And I got to tell you, folks, when you are playing the early pick five and early uh, pick four, all you got to do is beat the favorite in the early pick five because of the low takeout. Look at the difference yesterday: the first race winner at Santa Anita paid twenty six sixty; it was an upsetter. The first race paid twenty six sixty, followed by four even nineteen sixty nine dollars and six forty. That was the sequence in the pick five the Pick 5 paid $2,635.90. If you started, if you missed that first race and you started the Pick 4 thereafter with the next four winners, the Pick 4 paid $120.95, a difference of $2,514.95 from the first uh, race winner in the Pick 5 to the uh, remaining horses in the Pick 4. That's a big difference there, so keep that in mind when you're playing. Juan Hernandez won the uh uh two races on yesterday's card as well. Uh, other quick winners yesterday, Oaklawn Park, the fifth season won by Promise Keeper for Harry Hernandez, sixteen twenty there for trainer Robertino Diodoro, uh finishing second was Seize the Night, and uh Silver Prospector was third there. Talk about the big payoffs in pick fives. How about the early pick five at Oaklawn? Twenty seven eighty, twenty three even, thirty five twenty, four twenty, and sixteen twenty. That pick five paid forty thousand eight hundred and seventeen dollars and sixty cents. There, Laurel Park's two stakes races: the extra heat won by Ron, uh, Ronan Goddess for Giron Barbosa. Uh, that was his third win of the day. By the way, for that jock, paid six eighty. And the spectacular wit- bid was won by Gunair uh, with Romero Mara aboard for Dick Dutrow. That paid two dollars and sixty cents as the filthy favorite in that one. And at Turfway Park yesterday, uh, the Wishing Well was won by S.G. Warrior. Albin Jimenez aboard, paying $11.88. You know, they pay down to a penny. Uh, Baby No Worries was second, and Ravella was third in that stakes race. And that wraps it up for you. We'll be back with the racing menu. And then standing by is Rich Ang. Don't go away on this NFL Championship Conference Championship Day. And a big mandatory payoff in the pick six at Gulfstream Park. What a Sunday. We'll be right back.
0: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
3: All right, back on race day Las Vegas. Let's quickly go right to the racing menu for today. Rich Ang is standing by. Here's your racing menu for today's Sunday. Remember, first post times are Pacific. So if you're here in Las Vegas, right here at the South Point, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race book today. If you're listening anywhere else on the multitude of the platforms that we have and you're in another time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Here we go. Here's your menu for today. First post times Pacific. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Now the pick six jackpot cash in the pot right now. $921,256. But it all goes today. So the jackpot is off. It's a mandatory. They're expecting uh, the pot to end up between five and six million dollars today. And it's a 20 cent base bet. Gulfstream Park's first post time for their 11 races is at 910. 910 first post at Gulfstream. Then we go to Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Aqueduct has uh, ten races. they got a couple of stakes races there at Aqueduct. And uh, the stakes races at Aqueduct are the Florida Say Florida Sandy. That's the fourth race on the card. Seven furlongs for four-year-olds and up. Favorite in that race at six to five is Rutney with uh, Jose Lascano aboard. Then later on, the uh, Rego Park stakes is the ninth race. Six and a half furlongs for three-year-olds. And the 7 to 5 favorite in that race is Antonio of Venice with Manny Franco aboard. Ten races today at the Big A. uh, And their first post time is at 9.20, 9.20 at Aqueduct. And uh, they say the track is sloppy today at Aqueduct. It is raining there in New York. All right. Next up comes Laurel Park. Laurel Park has a couple of stakes races on tap. The 8th and 9th. Ten races overall at Laurel. First post time is at 9.25, uh, 9.25 at Laurel today. And uh, let's see, do they have any carryovers? There? Yeah, they do. The Pick Six jackpot carryover five thousand seven hundred forty-one dollars at Laurel today. Tampa Bay Downs, they've got nine races at Tampa Bay, and a first post time at Tampa Bay Downs with the Pick Six jackpot carryover fifty-five thousand three forty-two is at nine thirty. Nine thirty first post at Tampa Bay. Oaklawn Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas, has nine races today. You want to check out the fifth race at Oaklawn today. In the fifth race at Oaklawn. A full brother of the great flight line goes in a maiden race there. His name is uh, Oliver. His name is Oliver. He's the four horse in the fifth race. He's a four-year-old maiden, but he's a full brother of the flight line. That's in the fifth race. Nine races overall today at Oaklawn. First post time is at 10.30. Then we go to the fairgrounds. Fairgrounds in New Orleans. Eight races today at the fairgrounds. And a first post time there with a regular pick six carryover of $1,359.00. Is set at 10:45, Sunland Park. All quarter horse races today. Nine races at uh, Sunland Park. Quarter horse races. They are. They're uh, pick five. They got a regular pick five carryover today at Sunland, 161 bucks, and the super high five carryover there is 155. But those are carryovers. First post time at Sunland for the quarter horse racing is at 11:25. Then we go to Santa Anita. Great race place there at Santa Anita. First post time for nine races set at 12:30. Feature race today is the $100,000 Clockers Corner. Stakes at 6.5 furlongs on the turf. We're a field of 8 before scratches. A competitive race, too. The morning line favorite here is at 3-1, to and that's Daniel's Magic. Flavian Pratt is scheduled to ride. Hope he makes it back in time from Gulfstream. San Anita's first post time is at 12.30. Golden Gate, Northern California, has a pick-six jackpot carryover. $35,134. First post time at Golden Gate for eight races, 12.45. And then we wrap it up at Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Alamitos, of course, seeds the seeds the pick-six pool. It's not a jackpot, but they seed the pick-six pool on Sundays with 10,000. So there's already 10,000 in the pick-six pool at Los Al. Nine races today, one thoroughbred, five mixed breed, three quarter horses, and the final two races are quarter horse trials at 400 yards. Los Alamitos' first post time is at 515. We're going to another break, and when we come back, Rich Ang standing by with football. Don't go away. We return on the Sunday race day show.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9 11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs, Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9/11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number two t.org.
0: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook Mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our iP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
3: back on a busy Sunday Race Day Las Vegas show. We now go right out to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning.
5: Hey, good morning, Ralphie. That was a good recap of the races at Gulfstream today and I just want to comment, especially on the ride by Ryan Moore he put an elephant through a keyhole to get to get the job done on the rail. He
3: sure did. Uh, his ride there and Flavian Pratt's uh, calculating ride aboard National Treasure. I think both those jockeys made the difference in a win and a loss for those two horses. Talented as they are, they still needed the trips they got from those talented jockeys. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, your horse uh, in, in that. Uh, Race, uh, you know, big long shot. Of course, you didn't get there, but uh, nevertheless, it was a, a good shot in, in a big race, that's for sure. But today we have the AFC and NFC championships for a right to come here to Las Vegas in the, uh, uh, you know, 58th Super Bowl. And, uh, we got Kansas City visiting Baltimore, the Ravens, uh, Chiefs and Ravens go at it at high noon on CBS Pacific Time. The current numbers and a pick.
5: The uh, weather forecast for Baltimore has changed a little bit, Ralph. It's still uh high of 47, but the uh, chance of rain has dropped down to 48%, which is important because the field's going to be covered right up until, you know, uh, before warm-ups. So it should be a fast track to start. If the 48% doesn't come, you know, we'll, we'll get decent conditions, that's for sure, yep. wind around. 15 miles per hour. As far as a uh, pick, Ralph, uh, in all transparency, I have already bet the Ravens uh, 320 at, at minus three. But the line has moved, obviously, three and a half, four. There's even four and a halves out there. Ooh. If you can get a minus four on the Ravens, I would still go and get some more. But if you like the Chiefs, you've got to get the four and a half. I've talked about this for months and for years, Ralph. Right. You have to shop price when the games are this close, the lines are this tight. That half point is so important. But uh, my pick is the Ravens. Try to get them at minus four.
3: Second game will be the Detroit Lions visiting the San Francisco 49ers. That's on Fox tip uh, kicking off at 330. And uh, how do you see this one?
5: Well, the weather in Santa Clara, 74 degrees, just absolutely perfect. Hardly any wind. Uh, A fast track, I think, benefits the Lions in the fact that Jared Goff has a great uh, resume for playing in dome stadiums and also on artificial turf. Uh, He's going to get great conditions. He knows the 49ers from the years that he played with the Los Angeles Rams under Sean McVay. But the 49ers, uh, you know, we'll see which one shows up. They did not play a good game against the Packers. The Packers kind of had their way with them, and I think the Lions are easily as talented as the Packers. So I expect a close football game. Uh, I've got some Lions money, uh, 321 at Plus seven, but there are plus seven and a halves out there. So if you got the Lions, shop for that seven and a half. If you like the 49ers, uh, look for the uh, minus seven. But I like uh, Detroit 321 to keep this game close and who knows, maybe even pull off the upset.
3: All right, you got it. So you're taking, as far as betting is concerned, the Baltimore Ravens and laying the points and taking the Detroit Lions and taking the points uh, Not ex- exactly your picks maybe to reach the Super Bowl, but uh, for winning today, those are your selections. We'll get a pick for you, Sanita, and we'll let you go.
5: Yes, let's go uh, to race number nine. I heard Jonathan gave out a Philip D'Amato horse, and I'm going to set up a Sirocco play because I like the other Philip Demoto play. That's number 10, Catonia. Uh, Catonia made the U.S. debut uh, last time out. Exits a key race uh, going a mile on the grass. Now shortens up to 6.5 and, and picks up Flavian Pratt, who you talked about, gave such a great ride on mm-hmm. National Treasure uh, yesterday. So let's go uh, 25 win place, 2 for the ROI. Number 10, Catonia in race 9.
3: Okay, we've got in the ninth race, you've got the 10, Catonia. Catonia is the 10 horse in the ninth race. With Jonathan having the 3, you set up a Sirocco play, the box of 3, 10, 10, 3. But your pick is the 10. In the ninth, we want to remind everybody that Rich Hang's full sheet for Santa Anita races today is available right now at the com websites. Richie, we're going to have a good time today watching that big pick six mandatory uh, unfold at Gulfstream Park. Uh, Some great football on the field and a little bit of racing in there at Santa Anita as well. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.
5: Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody.
3: All righty. We'll be back to wrap it up with John and Jerry. They're our closing act on this Sunday show. Don't go away. We will return. And don't forget, go to YouTube, hit South Point Studio, get to it. You can see us and hear us. And if you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Subscribe. It's free. We'll be right back.
0: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
3: Don't forget, the we Race got some day, great Las shows Vegas
0: on show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
3: You always give us that high five high, at the end of the show. Now I can tell you, as you can see on the screen here, if you're watching the South Point feed, uh, we got some great shows coming up. These are sports shows. You're going to want to see them every day leading up to the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, you got the punchlines with Frank Nicotero. Five days a week, Monday to Friday, from 12 to 1 Pacific time. And then, of course, Sports by the Book, seven days a week, which means they're going to be following us uh, right here at 8.30 on Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 to 10, and Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 p.m. you got to watch. It's good stuff, that's for sure. Now we're going to go to John Lindo standing by. John, good morning.
2: Good morning, Ralph. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fine, man. What a great day of racing it was yesterday Gulfstream, huh?
2: Fun fun day of racing. You guys had mentioned the ride of Flavia Pratt and Ryan Moore. I tell you what, Arad Ortiz put on a show yesterday, even on the horses he got beat. Uh, just spectacular timing, and uh, he really impressed me yesterday.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, he was winning from all over the place, wasn't he?
2: Inside, outside, around. When they were going too fast, he was far back. When they were going too slow, he was up front. Uh, the clock in his head was working 100%.
3: No question about that and of course I guess uh, the the big uh, races the big efforts was of course those two you were talking about and of course uh uh warm uh heats uh warm hearts so uh, win in the uh, the Pegasus Turf Cup now she's going to retire
2: Yes yeah, she's going to be bred to justify that that full might be worth yeah. a dollar or
3: you Oh you kidding me that's uh, that's worth my whole neighborhood Just <laughs> <laughs> put all the houses up for sale and buy a horse In any case, uh, we've got racing today at San Anita as well. Of course, uh, you know, there's that mandatory uh, pick six carryover at uh, Gulfstream Park. Your sheet, your Lindo report has all the races today at San Anita. Plus, believe it or not, folks, there's another uh, coast-to-coast pick five, and you have a coast-to-coast pick five uh, as well on the sheet. One comprehensive sheet right here at the South Point free of charge and exclusively here. You can only get the Lindo report here, the complete report, with the coast-to-coast pick five selections in all the races San Anita and the suggested late pick four at Santa Anita as well. It's all in one place, one sheet here, the Linda Report, at the South Point Racebook, free of charge, compliments South Point because they love horse players. A couple of uh, trainers to talk about uh, that uh, did something yesterday, Brendan uh, Galvin and Richard Baltus.
2: Right. Brendan Galvin's a young man who's going to be moving his barn down to Santa Anita from Golden Gate. He got his very first winner on Friday down here at uh, Santa Anita with a guy named Mike Smith aboard. So he gets a Hall of Famer to win his first race at Santa Anita. That's pretty special. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, the last race, we saw Richard Baltus, who just came back from a uh, one-year suspension. He got his first winner on the road back. He ran 1-2 in the last race. But uh, uh, he, he got Flavius home in the ninth and final yesterday at Santa Anita.
3: John, uh, they're talking about doing something uh, of a Pegasus World Cup type of day out at Santa Anita in September. They're going to call it, uh, for the operative word right now on the plan, is the California Crown. And it's a race that they're going to base for three-year-olds. At that time of the year, John Nathan Hardoon was saying maybe it's a little too close to the Breeders' Cup, but it may be a perfect prep race for the Breeders' Cup.
2: Well, it could be. That race would replace the awesome again, which is for three-year-olds and up. So I don't know if Santa Anita would have a prep race for the older horses. Uh, but the you know, the thing that jumps out at me, Ralph, as an owner and a guy in the business, uh, we know we're dealing with some huge purse overpayments that we have to make good on right now already. I, I'd like to know where the purse money is going to be funded, how it's going to be funded, and what the purses are going to be. Uh, there was a lot that wasn't uh, put out in the... Uh, the public statement made by Belinda Stronick on Friday to the Associated Press. So, we need more details on this, but it, it kind of came from out of the blue. And so, the guys out here in Southern California, we kind of need more details to see if this makes any sense.
3: And of course, uh, they were talking about something about uh, the revenue coming from Northern California that will be uh, being placed down in Southern California, etc. I, I didn't get the, a chance to read it all because uh, you know these things are just in the planning stages, but. When you had that big crowd and a positive uh, feeling behind a big day of racing, this is a good time to propose something like that, even uh, if it doesn't come to fruition. But uh, it's nice that they're trying something like that in Southern California, that's for sure. We've got to take care of the horsemen and the horses first in Southern California on a day-in, day-out basis. And, of course, all those horsemen that are being displaced in Northern California as well, that's for sure. Uh, Jonathan, uh, John, I know that you have a full sheet uh, for Santa Anita, but I, I got a feeling that as a handicapper as you are, you probably took a look a little bit at the uh, mandatory payoff over there at Gulfstream.
2: Well, I've got two of those races as part of the Coast to Coast Pick Five on my sheet. The last two races are and Gulfstream are part of that, and I'll go through the rest of those. and I'm a horse player, so uh, I wish they'd announced this before I had done my schedule to do my uh, you know my product this week. I would have created something for Gulfstream, but they were a little late announcing the mandatory payout days. So, uh, you know, as a horse player, I'll look through. But I I tell you what, uh, I'll give you this. uh, In in that Coast to Coast pick five, uh, the 10th race at Gulfstream, I had a single in there, number four, Portofino, who's six to one on the program. So if I can get that that, uh, single there and use it in the uh, Coast to Coast and the mandatory Rainbow Six payout, there's some value there.
3: Not even a question about that, that's for sure. Pick up John uh, Lindo's Lindo Report here at the South Point, though. He's got two of those uh, Gulfstream Park races in in, uh, the pick six that are also part of the coast-to-coast pick five. All right, John, we know that you're about ready to do some jury duty next week, but we hope uh, maybe one of the people that got dismissed and will be back on the show with us. But your uh, plans for the Lindo Report next week?
2: I'll do Gulfstream Park on Thursday, then back to Santa Anita, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'll be in touch with you as far as uh, my availability for the show here for the week.
3: All right. You got a thought about those uh, football games? We'll get a pick then.
2: I'm just going to follow Richie. You know, he's done the work and uh, he's been awful good all year long. So, uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
3: Yeah, he was four for four last weekend. That's for sure. All right. A pick at Santa Anita.
2: Let's go. I'm going to go to the ninth race. It looks like we're all falling in the same race because it's a good gambling race. And I, I like the same horse as John Hardoon. I like number three, Laudatory. I thought this horse was really green early, finished up well, galloped out in front. This horse, she'll, he'll improve a lot second time around. And uh, I just think the uh, speed with the experience, six to one on the program is too big a price. Number three, Laudatory, race nine. San Anita.
3: All right. We got the horse players. Good housekeeping seal of approval. Two handicappers land on the same horse, Hardoon and Lindo in the ninth race, the three Laudatory, number three Laudatory. And of course, Richie already came with the 10. So there's a lot of action going on in the last race at uh, San Anita. John, good luck with the jury and uh, have a, a great day in Southern California. Hopefully we'll be talking to you on Wednesday, but nevertheless, have a great day.
2: You got it, Ralph. Good luck
3: today. All right. Now we're going to bring in Jerry Jackowitz, who is the man of the hour as far as picking the Pegasus World Cup, because Jerry, when I forced him to do it... Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Ralph. Now you know that I had to request from you to do the Pegasus World Cup. You were not going to do it, but I said, look, take your handicapping skills and go there and give me an opinion. You gave me an opinion, and if people bet that opinion... The reverse play now, not the winner, but the reverse play. You came with Senor Buscador as well, but your link-ups include the winner, National Treasurer, and included the third-place finisher, the big long-shot, Kruppi. So if that did happen and and the people did play the reverse, as you often tell them, you could be a little wrong and still cash. That's what happened yesterday. Dollar Exacta paid $35, and the $0.50 cent trifecta, $0.50 cent, f- trifecta, $290.95. Way to go, Jerry.
6: That was a good one. Sunya Buscador ran really well. The race set up. Uh, the only problem was the race. That uh, really my second choice and the favorite National Treasure has moved forward uh, fantastically from his three to his four-year-old year. I think we're going to see a, a a really good good season from uh, National uh, National Treasure. Who won the Preakness? It's no surprise. I mean, he's a big, good-looking cult, and he's just growing into himself,
3: so. Yeah, Bob Baffert said something like uh, he's starting to learn what to do now. It was, you know, it was a little bit uh, awkward, but he says he's starting to learn. He's coming into not only his uh, physical attributes, but his breeding as well. So let's uh, let's hope we see him a little bit later on as well. Jerry, you got full uh, power pages for Aqueduct and Santa Anita. I know you got your Raiders hat on. You give me a thought of the football, and then we'll get some picks.
6: Yeah, I, I like Dan Campbell's... Uh taking no prisoner attitude in the way he's got the Lions playing. So I don't know. I think I like the Lions. And um, it, I, it's time for Lamar to step up and beat uh, Mahomes. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's even possible, but I'm going to back the Ravens and the Lions. Today.
3: All right, you got it, my man. Now let's back a couple of more winners. You also had a, uh, a reverse play, I believe, at uh, Aqueduct yesterday and in the Interborough Stakes as well. So what are we doing first, Aqueduct? Yeah, it
6: is. I think my play came in in at Santanita also.
3: Yeah, you did. You had the reverse there as well. We gave you credit at the top of the show. You had reverse plays on all three racetracks yesterday with your selections, which means that you're giving us live horses, and as you keep professing over and over again, you can still be a little bit wrong and cash with the link-ups, and that's what happened yesterday. Aqueduct? That
6: is correct. Let's go to the 10th. We've got Augustine Red. The four horse at five to two. We can't go much below that, but at five to two, two to one, I think we have a really good uh, feature play here. Three to one would make him a pop out key. I'll take the four over the one, five, eight, and nine. Smaller reverses, but the four, are Augustine Red. That's our our featured play in race number 10 at Aqueduct.
3: All right, y'all, our handicappers are giving us uh, picks in the final races of the day, which means if they're right, we're going to have plenty of cash for a steak and lobster dinner at the end of the day, that's for sure. In the 10th race at Aqueduct, you like the four Augustine Red. Your link-ups are one, five, eight, and 9, and reverse. Now Santa Anita.
6: Yeah, let's go to the uh, ninth race. Catonia, the 10 horse, uh, this Philly, I should say Philly, uh, First time Lasix, second time out in the U.S. We'll see if the Lasix makes a little difference, gets uh, Pratt up. Ten post is a challenge, but he'll have to overcome that. But, you know, for great jockeys like Pratt or maybe Jerry Bailey, whatever, ten posts seem to be no problem. So we'll see. I like the ten an awful lot. I'm playing the ten over the two, three, four, eight, and nine. I'm adding in John's three. I didn't have him in my original spread, but. I know how to listen to people. So I'll take the 10 over the 2, 3, 4, 8, and 9. Two reverses, 2, 3, 4, 8, and 9 back over the 10. And I think I'm going to come back and press up 2, 10, 10, 2.
3: All right. Uh, I think you uh, uh, announced that uh, very well. I don't think I have to repeat that. All I know is one thing for sure. The ninth and final race today at Santa Anita is a handicapper's rich race to look for plays. Four of our handicappers come in that race And two of them have landed on Laudatory, and now with you and Richie, you guys land on the 10. So it's like a good housekeeping seal of approval, Sirocco play of 3, 10, 10, 3 from you guys. Jonathan and John go with the 3, Richie and you go with the 10, and of course your link-ups again because it's a spread there, 2, 3, 4, 8, and 9. With the ten, the ten is your key. Don't forget the power pages for all of San Anita and all of Aqueduct available right now at uh, jerryj's powerpage dot com What a day's going to be Football, racing, and a mandatory huge payoff in a pick six carryover at Gulfstream Park. What more do you want on Sunday except for one more thing and Jerry's going to say it. We'll be back on Wednesday morning. Don't forget Bob baffert his cutoff for his uh, derby horses to go into another uh, trainer comes on Monday. We'll take a look at that on Wednesday as well. But in the meantime, we are going to enjoy today. Hope you do, too. Jerry, one more thing, and you're going to say it, buddy. Have a great race
6: day, everybody.